Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part two of this episode. Some places it's still taboo to have weddings and dancing and things like that. Yeah. And some places you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of, I think there's a lot of wedding pros out there that are maybe afraid to show, you know, the experiences that are going on right yeah. now. So with that said, what are maybe some alternatives to that that can keep their social platform continuing to go to grow or, you know, to keep yeah. moving forward with it? Uh, when they're trying to maybe try to stay away from that for now? Um, I have two two answers to that because I get this all the time uh, right now. And that is one is just be honest and explain to people in the post, like the tables were social distance. And this is what we, these are the measures that we're taking in our company to ensure safety. Like you can totally put that in there um, and remind people that what you see in a picture is not always what, you know, goes on. Um, you know, cause there's been somewhere weddings, um, where everybody had to be tested, for example, before they were allowed in that wedding. And you wouldn't know that. Right. So right. you have to tell people the story that the storyline that goes with that, um, or, and, or showing that's a great opportunity for you to show yourself. If you're taking the precautions, you're wearing the mask, selfie that up and you can, you know, get, get on a portrait mode, have a blurry background to show Mm -hmm. um your work but it also really this is why it's so important to also know your demographic because honestly that's where it comes down to where every area and rules are so different um so you know your area better you know here in the northeast in connecticut you know we are pretty shut down still Mm -hmm. um we're slowly opening up weddings um are just getting back into 200 outdoor so for you know everyone in the northeast um i continue to tell them right make sure you tell everyone that you are following guidelines not just for your right for your people but also um you don't want to be getting any fines and so you want to be honest about that just be authentic that's that's my always my number one rule by the way when it comes to your social media is is authenticity first always yeah, absolutely. So, DJ three sixty elite says these are great questions, topics I've struggled with. All of we all have. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we all have, yeah. and, and and so it's it's great to have Jess on here to talk about these yeah, things. Awesome, Frank. You had you so, had something. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of curious when you talk about yeah. per, like having to do some personal posts, too, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So what would be the difference of a personal post for your business versus the mm-hmm. personal post for your like for your self brand? account okay. like if you had to if you had to on the personal brand that's more like literally it's just you so you might do um like things that talk like personally very personally about your journey um and thing or like you might do a post like 10 really hard things that as i'm getting through right now um during during the pandemic you know while while i wasn't getting business versus on the business side you would be talking more for your target audience. So instead of talking about yourself, you're going to talk about here are the things that we are doing to help our couples get through this time. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And then is there, is it, is it ever okay to cross over, you know, like, cause 
right? Like the account that I would say I use more as like mm-hmm. a personal brand, mm-hmm. right? Also has like pictures of my family and stuff like that. Is that okay right. to intermingle that? Or do you really want to keep yeah. those separate? No, no. That's why it's such a fine line because you really, like I said, people buy from people and you want people to get to know you. Um, and you, you want to infuse pictures of your family and on the personal side on your business page too, because that humanizes you. I have to share this story really quick because it makes perfect sense. I had a wedding florist who, in the beginning of this, um, had some awful clients uh, scream at her because she could not. She already had a wedding booked uh, for 2021 in the date that they wanted to move to. They had to cancel and postpone, and they went absolutely like said awful things to her. She was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I don't understand. Like it's out of my control. It was really upsetting for her. And I said, you know, I went through your feed and I noticed like, it's beautiful to see the flowers, but the thing is nobody sees a human. So you just kind of become um, a service. So I told her, go on every week, do a live about what you're doing your business right now to help couples, how you're moving dates um, and explain to everybody. And what do you know? That particular client, ended up sending her a beautiful gift apologized said um, she saw her on the live and she said it was i was very emotional i'm sorry and we we still want to work with you that's awesome. that's incredible that's a great, yeah that's an awesome turnaround story for sure you know yeah, and, and like you're you, humans yeah I'm, I'm glad that you you mentioned that because i think sometimes we uh, i'm just going to bring this comment up but i'm going to kind of flip this around a little bit so what is acceptable to post right now mm-hmm. i would almost say what the, the opposite of that like what shouldn't you post and Mm. and i think that um sometimes there's this picture painted of how your social account should look all perfect and pretty and this and the other thing Mm -hmm. and a lot of times i think that's why people uh hesitate to put like family photos or you know things like that i think that's why people draw away from that but now i can see why like you said man when you said it humanizes everything like that's that hits good so people yeah. should write that down definitely write that down if you're listening but but to this to the point of this comment what should people stay away from yeah and actually and so to to go further with that that's why i really recommend that you guys as wedding pros get more branded shots of yourselves you're working with all these photographers who are there with you while you're on your work right get them to take more behind the scenes pictures and if you're here's a great example do a day in the life of the of a, of a dj what's your day like you're dropping off the kids at school let's say you're taking out the dog you're watching the football game you can create a reel of that and then in your cover image use a beautiful a, a great image of you a professional shot so it still fits in in your grid if that makes sense okay so that's one way what you shouldn't be posting right now is you don't want it to have completely nothing to do with your business. A post like, oh, just sitting around waiting for weddings to come back. That's a no-no, right? Yeah. Um, negative ne- things that if you have to think to yourself, am I going to offend someone if I post this? Do not post it, right? You ask yourself that question. And I always also ask myself, um, how does this post serve who my target audience is? That's something you need to ask yourself every time. And usually, um, right, that that will help you. If you're afraid on the COVID side, like, oh, should I be showing people that I'm like working? And is that like a fine line? No, sh- you're doing the work right now, right? There's a reason we it's allowed. So show that. 
but like I said, be mindful and you can just explain in your post. I was at a social distance wedding. Just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because you're just, not supposed to be working and then maybe you shouldn't post. Them. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> different. If you, shut down, right? Maybe don't post those. Right. If you're at a 250 person wedding in, let's say, Maine, which is the most shut down down right now. No, do not be do not be yeah. posting that. <laughs> right. Got that. it. One of an, another great point just to add on about, you know, having um, some day in the life content or things like that. If you're I know that this worked for has worked for me in the past. Um, if you're a photographer or videographer and you have a second shooter and you hire them for like four hours, pay them an extra four hours to have them stay with you and then have them just shoot some stuff for you of you behind the scenes. I found that to work really well as well. Yeah. And uh, if, totally. if you're a photographer, or videographer. And there. to that point, don't be afraid to spend some money. Like yeah. it's worth spending some money to Have get nice good content. quality content. Yeah. You know, it's it's absolutely necessary. And think about it. It will save you so much time. So next to that, one of the t number one things that everyone should be doing is using a social media scheduler. This mm -hmm. way, when you get those wonderful branded images, you upload everything, you have it organized and you've got it already saved um, and ready to go. And another quick way to make sure that you're organizing all that wonderful work that you're getting uh, from, you know, real couples. And when you do, when you do styled shoots, um, which is another great way to also get content of yourself uh, from behind the scenes and not just for your social media, all your online marketing, your email marketing. Now you can update your websites, which everyone should yeah. be doing yearly. Mm -hmm. um, you've got all that content ready to go. It's that's a no brainer return on investment. Yeah, no, those are great points. I was going to ask you actually, uh, no plugs associated with this. Do you have a favorite um, scheduler, media manager that you use, or a scheduler? I sure yeah. do. And they later, if you're watching this, you you guys need to give me an affiliate code and pay me <laughs> because I send so much business to these guys. It's ridiculous. Uh, later media, they are hands down my favorite. Um, and I know in the wedding industry, Planoly is the next one that's a uh, favorite. The reason, the difference between the two is uh, Planoly has always been very glitchy. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. post on time. There was delays mm -hmm. and it auto posts automatically to Facebook um, at the same time, which I believe is not a good strategy. I'm not saying that it's bad to post the same thing across all your channels, even though you're not properly nurturing each channel by doing that. I get it coming up with content all the time can be hard, but at the very least post them at separate different times mm. to each channel. Mm. So you're optimizing. So, right. Mm. So later we'll let you do that. Um, and also don't use hashtags on Facebook. So a lot of times what I see is these posts automatically get thrown over to Facebook with a whole hashtag list and that, that does not work over there. So, so don't be putting those there. So um, yeah. And their app is great. Their mobile app is great. They've got an incredible uh, blog and they, they, they keep you up to date with, with a lot of good stuff. Um, and uh, they actually just added on TikTok, which For is very cool. Yeah, where you can schedule wow. your TikToks, which is very, very, very cool. Indeed. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Love it. So yeah. maybe just a really quick question in between there. So I know this is kind of all over the place, but yeah, no, you yeah. just mentioned um, Facebook is no hashtags. Yes. That's important to know. Yeah, because it really is. I've, 
I've been guilty of that in the past for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it, it makes sense because they don't really tell you. Like we do have to remember that these platforms are free to use. So people mm -hmm. get mad. They're like, why? It's like they make it so hard and why don't they tell us? Well, again, like it's free to use. So that's something we need to keep in mind. Um, the, the, the reason is hashtags did get turned on Facebook, but it never took off. In other words, people never searched by hashtag there right. because it works differently. And Instagram, you know, people actually use that search function, they uh, but on Facebook, it never worked. So it just makes your, your posts look spammy. And since no one's looking that way, it just, it never, it never took off. That's a fantastic point because I could totally see how how it would look really spammy, <laughs> like just yeah, like and it's just like right it, takes away, right, it takes away yeah. from the post. You're right, exactly. So, yeah. So let Frank, me ask a follow up Frank, question. Two, to two seconds, oh. real quick, Frank. Sorry, two seconds because yeah. we have a couple of people asking in the uh, chat about the two apps. So I just posted the yes. link to them. Uh, it's later.com. Later Media, yeah, later.com. And then planally.com. Yeah, so I, posted, I see planally in there. I posted those two links. I think in all of the chats of everything. So. If yeah. you didn't see it, let us know. We'll get it to you. But it's later.com and yep. plan, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, planally.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Frank, go ahead. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So when so when you're doing like those organic posts, right? Those in the moment, something happened mm -hmm. and you want to you want to get it out yep. there. Yep. Right. What you're saying though is that you're not gonna want to hit that to all of your different platforms at the same time. Right? right. Is that what you're saying? Correct. So, so then do you have to have like the Instagram text with the hashtags ready to go separate from the Facebook post that you're going to put up organically? Cause it's still the, the day of the event, right? So you want right. to get all those, how do you so, like, figure out how to do that? Yes. Oh, I have such a good strategy for you. So that's what stories is for. Stories is for the in the moment, timely things because they cross over. It's video. It doesn't have to be professional photography. You really want to keep your feeds looking really professional because those that's your portfolio. Use your stories as the vehicle for the in the moment things. Um, and if you go live, even better because the algorithm is really loving going live. So that's a really another great place where you can create kind of a series doing that. Um, and, and the only time I ever say do a post like that in the moment with some photographers, it, it will work with DJs as well, is at the end of the night, if you want to do a recap, kind of like a sneak peek and post like here are 10 shots. Thank you, Jess and Justin for uh, having me at your amazing wedding tonight. Um, and you can do like a little album on Facebook. That's That works really well over there. And you could do like a carousel post on your Instagram feed, as long as it's high quality, good images. That's gotcha. Awesome. So, so with both of those, if you had like later, for example, right. would you want to post that through later? So it, so you can have it feed out to each platform appropriately. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And also the huge time saver that I love in later, I'm going to give you guys one of my best pieces that I love about that scheduler. Planoly also has this. You can save your lists of hashtags. So all you do is click and they're they're done. All 30 are ready to go and in there. Um, it saves you so much time. And this way you're creating, you should be creating a hashtag strategy, not reusing the same lists over mm. and over again. Again, you've got to sit down and look at the analytics and with intention, find that the hashtags that your dream clients look for. Definitely. And I, I was just going to make one more point uh, to your point, Jess, about um, going live. Yeah. Um, 
is that actually I didn't even realize that uh, Instagram noti- and Facebook notify you every time someone goes live. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing that I, I didn't even realize when like I see it like, oh, someone just went live. That's immediate, like just like an attention grab. Like it's easy to 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 stick out and to to get that kind of you know. Um, and the the algorithms love it, and it's yeah. really great for wedding pros. Who better to be able to best use that feature because you can be at that wedding in the moment. And like I said, you can create a whole series of the dance floor and yeah. go live and show like the dance, or you can do another one for the first look. I'm sorry, the first dance and and do that um there's many different ways and like i said the algorithm just uh it favors going live and now as of last week i don't know if you guys saw uh instagram drop the newest feature i was really underwhelmed because i was hoping that was gonna be something better but you can now go live with two other people so that's a really great opportunity for collaboration yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, while you were talking about that, I was looking at later uh, on their website. And for those of you that are like, oh, my God, not another monthly thing that I have to spend money on. They actually have a free version that looks like is a free for life version that allows you to do up to 30 posts per month. So essentially one post per day. Um, uh, and that's per social p- profile, too. Right. So essentially, you can you can post one post per day on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and um, and Pinterest. If I'm reading this properly, yeah, and TikTok now is. Uh... So for for somebody who's just trying to start off getting getting this ball rolling, you can literally do it for nothing. So yeah, I totally think it's incredible. Um, one thing though to note with the free plan is that the posts will not auto publish. So you can schedule them in there, but you will need to manual, you'll get a notification on the app and you'll need to push it through to each one of those channels. I did want to bring up though, um, what, if you really want a free scheduler, the better choice is creator studio, Mm facebook.com backslash creator studio. This is owned by Facebook, which also owns Instagram. Um, it's no bells and whistles. You cannot, you know, with later, you can very visually plan. You can put notes, you have a calendar view, you can save hashtags. Those are the things that are not available in Creator Studio, but it is still a, an excellent scheduler to start with if you want um, something free. Um, and the reason I bring it up is because one of the biggest myths about schedulers is that it will lower your reach on your posts. That is complete falsehood. You just want to make sure that you're working with Facebook and Instagram approved schedulers, which later and plannily are, and Creator Studio is owned by them. So that's always a sure bet love it that's really good information to have i did not realize that there are certain platforms that will that aren't like uh officially approved by yes there's a ton there is a ton out there um and though yeah and those are they violate the guidelines so yeah you will you will see uh those will hurt your accounts it's very good information to know well and i and i love the idea like you said of spacing out when you when you um publish them because i think i have a tendency to be lazy and post it from instagram and then just say <laughs> send it to my twitter send it to my <laughs> facebook and just boop, yeah. i mean a- everybody does right but that's why sitting down and planning out your social media for the week um is so important it really really it's really how you can see okay here are the things that i need to cover this week instead of just oh you know, we're here at this wedding. I, I got to post something and throw it up. 
it's right. such a good point. And planning is always going to be the better bet. Yeah. Uh, like Absolutely. I can even draw an analogy to uh, like, I've been doing meal prepping recently. David, yes. I'll, they'll tell you about this. It's, I can imagine it's very similar to meal prepping. It's like, you're going to, it's just going to work better. You're going to be more planned and prepared. You're be consistent. And, consistent. and that, that's yeah. the key. That's the key. You guys want, you want to see results. I don't care if you only post one day a week. Fine. Yeah. If that's what works for you right now, cool. Do it consistently and look to see at your best times to post. Don't just wing it. Post that on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. and then, yeah. you know, wait seven to 10 business days and then post that yeah. three in the <laughs> afternoon and then message yeah. me and say, huh, you know, I haven't gotten any new followers. Why is that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure it saves you time too. Instead oh my of having gosh. To like, I can't so even imagine. So much time because it. the other piece that we need to remember, it's not just about sitting and scheduling, but you need to, the number one thing you need to be spending time in your social media is engaging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, why do you I'm think Clubhouse that. really like took off? It's those conversations. Yep, it's those right. connections. It's nurturing. Um, and for brides and couples, you really want to spend the time. Where does your target audience hang out? Those are the accounts that you want to be engaging with. Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. I just want to interject real quickly here. If you have already texted in for a chance to win one of the Request Now shirts tonight, please don't don't forget to change your name uh, as you've texted it in. Uh, text your name in, but also change your name. You should have received a text back that'll explain to you how to change your name. Uh, be sure to do that because that's the only way we'll be able to identify you. Otherwise, we'll just see a number and not know who it is. So if you haven't done that yet, please be sure to do that. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, that means you might've joined us after we talked about it. We are giving away a t-shirt tonight from our sponsor request now in celebration of the debut of their new uh, video, promo video that Nick just put together for them. And uh, in order to have an opportunity to win that uh, t-shirt that we're gonna be giving away, you can either scan the QR code that is now above me and Nick up there now that we've all moved around on the screen, or you can scan, or, or excuse me, or you can text the uh, the phone number scrolling on the bottom of the screen there. And at the end of the show, we're going to give away uh, one of those Request Now t-shirts. Also, obviously, we're using the Request Now app and software, if you will, to do this with. So you're getting a firsthand experience of exactly how the software actually works, which is the coolest thing about uh, us being able to utilize that. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to throw that in while I was oh, thinking Yeah, about very it. cool. It's such a cool app. Everyone needs just, to know. Got a question for you that uh, we really didn't talk about beforehand, but it's just something I thought about because I know that there's got to be at least more than one person that deals with this. Sure. Let's say that I started a social media account, we'll say Instagram, uh, several years ago, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and and again, this is hypothetical. Yeah. And, uh -huh. Asking for a friend. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you, and I fell into the trap of the old, you know, buy followers, buy this, buy that mm -hmm. type of a deal. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, if if said account engagement is in the is in the is in the toilet, <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any way to rescue that account? Or would oh, you there sure is. Right oh no, I I do rescue missions all the time. How would well, that work? Call Socially Savvy Studio nine one one. Um, you <laughs> need to spend the time. All right, get into your app, and you're going to go in, and you're going to say, "There's a an area there that you're going to click on your followers, and it says least interacted with." So those are people mm. that have not engaged with your account, um, and unfollow. But don't unfollow more than I I say like do like ten to fifteen at a time. Do it like every few days, and start doing some cleanup. And honestly. 
that's for everybody. Um, I usually do that every month, just do a little housekeeping because it hurts your numbers. If there's people who are following you who are not actually engaging with your account, that actually hurts your numbers. Now, can you do that for followers of you versus people that you follow? Does that make sense? So right. you, I, I know that there's the ability to remove people as a follower mm -hmm. of yours. Yes. But is there like a best practice of knowing like who, who it would be? Like, do you just, would you just go through and say, don't know this person, they're out of here, have no idea who this is, they're out of here kind of a deal? Right. Because I and feel like there's going to be like ghost followers and shit like that. It's that really, uh, I'll be honest, it's, it's obvious. You'll just look at their profile images and their names and you will know. Yeah. You, you will know pretty quickly and then just make up again, just say, okay, every Monday I'm going to spend 10 minutes, but start with that list that says least interacted with. Cause that's where they're all going to be. Cause they're bots. They're not real. I will say, you know, Instagram and Facebook really cracked down on that this year in a big way. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the big social media outage where mm -hmm. it like everything crashed because they deleted and closed so many accounts. Um, so they really have stayed on top of that. So a lot of those are actually probably gone. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. now I'll pass that on to my friend. Yeah, let, um, let him know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we 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 kind of went in reverse in some of the uh, points we wanted to hit yeah, today. Sorry. Let, let, no, that's okay. I, I love how the this conversation great, goes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, learning how to successfully, well, we've kind of talked a little bit about successfully managing your online presence before outsourcing it. What are, what are some mm. other reasons maybe we haven't touched on, on the importance of doing yes. that before you outsource? So then this is the number one reason. Now I was a social media manager for wedding pros and creatives. I've worked with over a hundred while I was a social media manager. And what started to happen was it's not my voice. I'm not there. I'm not a DJ. So I don't know what that feels like. What it was like when I, when you met with that couple and they were like, oh my God, you, you know, it was the best night of our life. And those emotions, it was, it started to become very hard to write about that. So I changed directions for that reason because I thought, you know what? I need to teach business owners how to put in their own voice. Um, no, even if you think you're the worst writer, if you have bad grammar, um, it, it really, it's not about that. It's about telling the story. There's a reason that you continue to have the business that you do. Um, and that's the thing before you pass it on to someone else, you need to decide what the business, uh, voice is going to be in your social media, because that's what attracts dream clients. When you show up authentically, right? <clears throat> Millennials and forget Jesus, they will know right away by just reading two of your posts that you have somebody else doing it for you and it's not you. And they care about that. They care about authenticity. They care. They want to know the business owners, the, the, the same reason that people buy from people, this holds true uh, there as well. So you need to develop a strategy and actually have fun with your social media. That's the thing. It can't feel like a task. Um, like meal prepping and drinking yeah. water, right? <laughs> like you have to have a good time with it. And if you love what you're doing and you love your business, that should come super naturally, right? Because you're yeah. you're you're passionate about what you do. So so tell us that. Tell us why. Make social media fun again. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't, you know, put a playlist together for us. Would you guys? I do. I have a playlist. I have a CEO day every Monday where I sit down and write my social media posts. All my clients that work with me, I teach them the same thing. Uh, I don't care what you need to do, whatever it is that makes things fun. That's what you need to do. And for me, yeah. it's, I have a playlist, you know, running. I'm like in the, in the vibe. It doesn't feel like, a, oh, I got it. I got to do this. Yeah. That's a great, it really is a great point. And similar to that, like, like I think the playlists and stuff are honestly like great. Like I, I was actually just, I was editing video for the conference that David and I had done, uh, IWL conference. Huge mm -hmm. them. They're awesome. Um, and she actually talked about, you know, getting up early and, you know, oh, the alarm, the alarm. Yeah. And she, one of the points that she had was put a, put a song on that you enjoy listening to. And you allow yourself to sleep through up to a certain amount of the song. And when it hits the verse, you know, that's when you get up. Um, and I just found that to be like really helpful. I do, well. I do the same yeah. exact thing. And it sounds yeah. so like, I hate to go so woo woo on you guys, but mindset, true, yeah. <laughs> mindset, mindset applies to social media too. If yeah. you keep saying, I hate Instagram and I'm not getting any followers. I hate writing happen. my Facebook. Well, yeah. What do you, what do you think you're putting out there? Right. You yep. need to bring that back. And I've got a playlist too for uh, my morning routine. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the same exact way with, with your social media. You got to mm -hmm. have fun with it. For sure. Yeah. I like playing get up off of that thing by uh, James Brown. <laughs> yes. Get my ass up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a biggie girl myself. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yep. There we go. Yeah, a little notorious B.I.G. That, that's how I that's how my CEO day starts. Speaking our language. Yep. Yeah. All right. From the standpoint of outsourcing, are there are there some things that you could say are safe to outsource? Yes. Are there things you could say that you probably want to really caution outsourcing? Absolutely. So. Again, first and foremost, you need to learn how to do this and really make a practice of doing it consistently for six months to a year even, but six months definitely before you start thinking about outsourcing. Once you're ready and you see what's working, you're starting to get the results, you're getting inquiries and dream clients, now you're ready. You're ready to scale, you're ready to grow. You can bring on a VA or a social media manager who can manage your engagement for you. Cause that's such a big part. And honestly, you need to be spending like an hour a day engaging on social media. That's a big chunk of time. Right. Um, but again, someone that needs to know your voice. So they're going to, what I mean by engaging is they're going to go into other accounts, hit the, the, uh, like that post and leave a comment as you, right. So it's important that they really know you. Um, that's a great piece. Pinterest, because Pinterest is a beast. You really, um, are, are putting up so many images, writing all the descriptions, having a Pinterest manager is a very uh, wonderful investment uh, for wedding pros. Um, you can also have a VA um, or an online business manager, get all your social media strategy, like load everything up, let's say into later, you can still go in and write the post, but they can handle all the hashtag strategy for you, getting everything scheduled and laid out in there. Uh, for you. Um, and then blogging is not dead. I know people don't think of blogging as social media, but it is. Um, it's part of your SEO, your search engine optimization, extremely important for wedding pros, because you're going to be leading traffic from there to your Pinterest account to social media. And you can definitely find somebody to help you with your blogging as well. So I think that's a great segue into maybe talking a little bit more about Pinterest as a 
as a search engine. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that would be that'd be awesome. Let's uh, yeah. So let's deep dive, right? Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing about Pinterest is because it's a search engine, people search by keywords. Another platform where hashtags did not work. They tried mm. to keep up with it. They made it available. Nobody adopted it. No one is searching by hashtags. They just type in wedding in Atlanta right? Or venues. Um, since I have so many wedding clients, I do the, the searches for them. So I see what's top and trending. And it's always by location for brides and venues, right? So you need to make sure that you're titling all your pins with those keywords, doing that keyword research, and then putting those into your description, right? Um, you, you know, DJ Frank, did this Atlanta wedding for this wonderful Atlanta bride at the Biltmore uh, wedding venue of Atlanta, right? I, that's like a Pinterest description with all those keywords in it. And then really to optimize on that, what you want to be doing is leading those links back to a portfolio, mm -hmm. um, which could be a blog post. Your blogs can serve as your portfolio now where you're blogging right. all the images, right? and 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 those links are linking back um it it's not a secret that over 86 percent of brides plan their weddings on pinterest before they're even engaged mm, they have secret boards with their whole days already done right so yeah. you they're, they're gonna pin you and then they're gonna remember you and it's like this year long it's like you're you're courting your 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 dream clients over there um, so it, you, you know, yeah, yeah, it's so true because I, you know, you hear about it in speeches jokingly all the time, like, oh, I was her, you know, Pinterest <laughs> board manager or whatever. Yes, and, right. Yeah, so, no, you hear about it all the time for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's so underutilized in the wedding industry. And you guys, I, I don't, it's really everyone who is use, utilizing it is killing the game right now because um, they're using it. Yep. It's so, using it. Yeah. Frank, go ahead. Is there is there a different like um, rate of posting on mm. each of these platforms that are important yeah. for people to remember? Yeah, I'm gonna start with Instagram. Actually, recently released something. It, they accidentally leaked a piece of news that was meant to go to just influencers that they pay, um, and it came out and said that you need to do 23 pieces of content every week. That is ludicrous and completely unsustainable for any business. So I just want to put that out there right now that everyone should completely ignore that statement. Of course, they're going to say that all these. So you have to remember. And if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma, you need to. I need to um, check that out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's like the it's, fifth time I've heard about it. It's incredible. And it's so true. Every app wants to keep you on their app. It's an, Of course, they're going to yeah. say that. They don't want you to go use anything else. They want you just to stay on Instagram, which is why they're competing. You know, they brought reels on to take over the TikTok. They brought on this adding more people's to lives. That's their way of competing with Clubhouse. And it won't right, be long yeah. before they keep adding more people on there, right? Thank you for listening to part two of this episode. Be sure to tune in next time for part three on the Wedding Business Growth Podcast.